Hey, baby, do you remember that song, uh, The Best Man I Can Be, off the Best Man soundtrack? How could I forget it, man? That was a moment in black history. You remember who was on the song? Random ass hollering niggas. Uh, Genuine. RL. Genuine. RL. Case. Case. And yeah. award winning actor Tyrese. Tyrese. The greatest. I wish like we could get a remake because everything gets remade. But like make it the worst man I can be. We go like put like future party next door in the weekend. <laughs> And they just gonna make the worst fucking song about just being the you can't, you can't do that without Drake, bro. Drake's brand won't allow him to fully dip a toe. He can only dip a toe at times, you know. For every uh track he has with future, he has a control, and so you know you gotta balance it. If anything, it would be like a Drake sample. It'd be so it'd be like in the background, he'd be a shadowy figure. I need that to happen greatly. And Metro Boomer can produce it. I mean, I just make these things happen in my head, and I think they're great ideas. Y'all again, it's episode four of the Fresh Taste Podcast. The Rona hasn't gotten us yet, so you know we're still out here thugging. Back again, it's me with the demon. On the other side, I'm gonna let you get off your nickname since you, you know, you apparently have a thousand of those. Okay, well, it's your boy, run care of that, aka the real Tiger King, aka. Daughter from Golden Girls and myself are kindred spirits, aka show enough. What up, man? What you been listening to, man? Still taking in a lot of the albums that have dropped in the past week. Some we've talked about, some we haven't. Of course, there's local music that I'm always into. I listen to music, man. I be musicing. What? What? You got the J Electronica? Koofy had the album. Oh. Of course. I'm pretty sure you hate it. We ain't even talked about it, so I know you probably hate it. How can I hate something I didn't listen to? You still have not listened to it? No. Bruh, The weekend and Party Next Door just dropped. Sorry. We'll get around to it, maybe. Um, I tried listening to that Gambino. 
It's not bad. It's just, yeah. He got to start, like, he got to stop taking other people's homework. It's like every song sounds like somebody else's song. And not like in a cool way, like Bruno Mars. Now, he got some some shit still jams. Like, uh, what was that, Feels Like Summer? I fuck with Feels Like Summer. That's all the shit, no. That's true. That's like two years old now. He dropped that in like summertime magic and like disappeared. But uh, who else dropped? All right, Lynch dropped her EP yesterday. Uh, the BMO remix with uh, Doja. Um, yeah, Doja ate on that too. Yeah. She's ascending. It's nice. You love to see it. But I mean, we have Mission the Party album twice. So, how you feel? Uh, I'm still digesting it. I don't know. I know I like it better than P3 so far. Why are people acting like P3 was trash? It's not. That's something I did want to make a point on. P3 is not trash. It just had too much clutter for me. And I feel like there's less clutter on this one. I feel yeah, some of my favorite party songs ever are on P3. I think that's going to be P1 for me. I think P1 got the, the best run. But I think P2 is perfect. If that makes sense. The P2 still is the best shit to me. From it was in the song. Start to finish, yeah. Because P1 had a couple tracks. Like, honestly, you can skip. But I think it, the peaks on P1 were just ridiculous. I can agree. That back end was kind of crazy. Because who doesn't like love Break from Toronto? And he still owes the second half curious. I never forgive him for that. Stop playing. He always second half to both of those tracks. He really could have just dropped those two as an EP and everybody would have praised. <laughs> but I mean I like it. I like the album. Um got a couple tracks on there I like, like Touch Me. That's a weird thing to say out loud. Um, what's the track with Summer Walk what Summer Walk sample? Um Showing You. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that one. Um, believe it, of course. I mean, uh, PGT is crazy. Another day, and I mean, of course, the album is gonna, the song is gonna get him beat up by Kyrie Irving. Uh, Savage album. Why he do that? You think Kyrie can fight, bro? He don't say those things unless. I feel like Kyrie got hands. He's an athlete, so he does have that advantage already. But I just feel like Kyrie has never fought anyone before. Perfect time to know. Do you feel like Party Next Door has fought anybody? Just look at him for real. Oh, this also true. <laughs> He's Canadian. You really go disrespect America like that in this crisis? You gonna post up with Canada? All right. He been fucking with Kyrie too. You remember the uh, the Instagram post? Like he was in mm-hmm. bed with Kaylani. And then um, I think he wore a Kyrie jersey to, like, one of his shows, and it might have been in Cleveland. Bruh, you got to put that man on the hands team. You got to get him to Beats by Dre. He got to stop playing. But this song is so fire. <laughs> so yeah, fire. Is, man. He, he just really went on and just put it out there, man. The proper title, it was all of that, you know. 
that might be what prompted me to think about the worst man I can be. I was just going to say it need to be on the soundtrack with it. Yeah. But yeah, Kyrie got to see about that. It's like, bro, that was years ago. You still bringing it up. I'm going to find that picture, and that's got to be the cover for this uh, podcast. It was just wild. And people just let him cook. What were they supposed to do? I don't know. Why people be dunking on Kyrie Irving? That's what I want to know. I mean, he said the earth is flat, but that's just one thing. Kyrie be wilding out here, man. I'm a Celtics fan. I come up with all types of lies to tell y'all about it. Don't... But yeah, man, just getting back to party. Uh, I feel like well, one thing, we don't know how hits are even going to work at this current time with the way that the world set up. That's but true. believe it, under a normal summer, that shit is set to take the fuck off, man. You talking about like uh which one? Uh, you talking about the believe it or you talking about lawyer? Yeah, believe it. Hey, he did it smart too because he threw two of the biggest streaming artists <laughs> on the album, and right. Rihanna and Bad Bunny. Niggas love Bad Bunny. That yeah, living his best life, and it's fire. I can't even lie; like that remix is tough. Uh, but yeah, he got a couple of. I don't know. I don't know if part is just a, a single guy. He's not, but I feel like that song. I felt like we were going to just deem it a single. I think you know the song that? he got was uh, Come and See Me. Boy, I hated that single so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then they put it on 2K. All right. Who wants to hoop to this sad shit? Right. You were running around the park talking about Come and See Me for once. It's like, bro, I'm in the park. That's the least of my concerns. I'm trying to dunk on niggas. You out here crying over there. I'm trying to hit Superstar 2 and you playing. But, yeah. Um, I think it was best that he took his time with it. So Yeah, because even just outside of the music itself being good, he created a lot of anticipation. Like, I ain't never, I didn't even know he had that many fans, as many people I saw excited when he was finally dropping again. So, Cause people been inside all this time. <laughs> <laughs> you could be right. They ain't never had to talk about the party next door album because they've been outside. They've been at the party. Right, that's next door. But you, you know, real, any that, that was real hotel of you right there. <laughs> <laughs> I got so many hotel memes in my phone. It's ridiculous, but that's beside the point. He gets that Drake rub. You know, it's the same with Nah that you hate. He gets that XO rub. Oh. He be jamming too, though. But one one of these days you'll listen. Don't oh, don't nah. X out that that power of the cosine because people some people gotta listen to Ab, so ain't me. But I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was low hanging fruit for your boy. That man said, let me put my mouth where you potty, boo. Like, you know what? I'm done. We had a good run. Control system was great. Everything after that, I just had to take your word for it because don't care. Yeah, I mean, seemed like the Drake cosign. Well, the Drake cosign leads to great songs, too, so I can't even hate. Um, they really don't miss. Even the weak stuff ain't bad. <laughs> 
Which would be the weakest weakest party in Drake song? Would it be Come and See Me? No, what's the shit on views? Which um This one on there that's pretty bad, man. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It's the with you shit, ain't it? Yeah. Wow, I forgot yeah. that happened. Yeah, that was a throwaway. I don't understand what happened differently on that particular <laughs> night than the other one. Because they were too small uh, on more life. I'll say that again. I said he was what two for two on. No, he went on more life twice with. What was he? Oh, if you're reading this, he was two for two. Yeah. But I mean, they just make magic happen. What's your favorite collaboration? From them two, let me think. Because I'm trying to think which one I really like the most, and it just depends on my mood. But I say preaching. Uh, Payback is and the rest of it's a strong one. And I think it's most because of that, that second half with Drake when the beat dropped. And he started talking about six months since you've been back in the six. <laughs> Like, you're clever. First of all, she ain't obligated to call your ass because she back in the sixth It's Drake, though. Since way <laughs> You can best believe Obi Brian know where Drake is at all times. He is waiting for him to be like, I just touched back down in the sixth. Shut up, Obi Brian. You don't see Obi no more either. I wonder what happened. I love Preach, man. You remember Drake rapped over too long? No. Yeah, him and OB got a track called Too Long, and like Drake has an interlude at the end that's so fire. You've never heard Too Long? The song, the original, yeah, I've never heard this remix you speak of. Wow, because it was months before I even realized that wasn't even. <laughs> I thought it was Tanisha months after that. He even got Schoolboy Q on it. I didn't even know. Who knew? I'm going to send it to you. It's fire. Don't, don't. I really don't want to hear it. All right, well, that worked too. Uncultured swine. I'll be that. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know who Obi Brian is, it's the redhead in the group. The clique, not group. But he raps. They rapped over that uh, Tanache single. I didn't know he rapped. He was on a... Nothing was the same, too, wasn't he? No. Well, his imprint was. <laughs> <laughs> his imprint. <laughs> Make it sound like a monkey. Yeah, his imprint was on. I see. What you're talking about. <laughs> I just yeah. look it up. I think about like uh, what's the shit connect? That shit. Is, I don't even know if he touched that record at all, but it's got party on it. Nigga. I think they they were working together there because uh, he took him on tour. He was the opening opening act because it was party, Miguel, Janae. Future and Drake, bro. I don't know how he got everybody on this ticket, but it was it was flames. Yeah, I was high. Yeah, I, mean, I don't smoke a lot of weed, so huh? I said they probably was all high and just came up with. Oh, I don't really care, man. Just had a check. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> they didn't get party no time. They had like a tarp up behind him, but he came through and did all the tracks off party next door. So I was I was totally fine with it. I don't think many people knew who he was either. Which suck. You missed out on a good show. Cause when I saw like Division that's the opening act, oh my goodness, people went up. I'm like, what was this love for party? 
Well, part ain't necessarily singing you out your draws like Division is. They're trying to get your girl with, man. How they do it. It seemed like uh, parties trying to take the women. From right. The <laughs> like the women at party likes are the women that love Division. <laughs> Did you watch the DJ battle with Boy Wonder and Hit Boy? You know, as bored as I've been in this quarantine, I, I haven't seen. You missed one because they went at it <laughs> song for song. I can believe it. They both got some banger. Who won them? Oh, boy, one to one because Hit Boy came out slow, but he turned it around. Like, once you get to like niggas in Paris, he played that like four times in a row. Like, you know, it's just something about that. Dun, 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 dun. And he kept. Yeah, it's the most simple shit, but it's, it's going to ring off for the rest of the time. But they uh they started with uh Hitboy started with woo. So Wanda came back with sex with me and I was like, All right, all right, throw the towel. <laughs> He's out of swinging. But they got they went at it for like three hours too. I think it's still on uh Boy Wanda's IG, so if you wanted to watch it. But um uh, Wanda played a Drake and Roddy Rich track, unreleased. You know, I told you, Ryder was one Drake song away. He got it. He is officially on. He got the cosign. And it's crazy. So then uh, uh, Hit Boy came out with a Nipsey and Big Sean track. And it's crazy. Man, Nipsey said some shit like uh, he was burst in a C-section. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Oh, man. He ain't no punch like that. Like, uh, Boy wanted to play the top 10 Drake track, 10 bands. You don't play that unless you got that. He played Live from the Gutter. Hit Boy was like on, uh, damn. He did Backseat Freestyle. That's what turned it around, too. Ugh. So, mm, right. That shit was crazy. Yeah. I forgot about that track, too. He did the Wild Freestyle. He dropped that. He dropped uh, a new Benny the Butcher track, I think. He dropped some shit, but. But one that kept dropping them Drake tracks. <laughs> like Drake track after Drake track after Drake track. And Hippo was like, man, all your Drake tracks. And one was like, I mean, I can't help it. Right, I made them. <laughs> Still my beat, man. But bro, that's 75% of the shit he played had to be uh, featuring Drake. And man, you just need to go back and rewatch it because it's crazy. Um... Trying to think what else he played. They played a lot. It's like it was hard to keep up because I I forgot that like Hit Boy had the Beyonce tracks. Uh, Hit Boy has the J tracks. He did play one of those uh, J Electronica and Jay Z tracks from Kufa had the album, but it was dope. I give him credit. Like I like Hit Boy. Hit Boy is uh, he has a certain energy. Oh, and he played Sicko Mode. I forgot he went into. <laughs> The Travis bag. That's when he started to pick up too. Cause he had like a seven track run on Wonder. The Wonder came out like, all right, let's set the tone early. If you want to treat it like a game, Hit Boy came back and he came up just short. But they ended it on a good note. Um, they ended it on the Grammy tracks they won. So Hit Boy played Racks in the Middle and then Wonder came back with uh, God's Plan. So they acknowledge like 
we both won Grammys off of this, and they didn't even like play it like that. So it was cool. I'm ready for the next one. Metro got to get in on somebody. Like, I don't care who. Ain't nobody really worthy of that ass with me. Like, he got to go with one of them goats in my eyes. Put him in there with a, a Timberland or somebody at this point. Metro going to wipe the floor with some of these young cats. Bro, he can go one for one with uh, one. I give, yeah, I forgot about uh, I forgot about uh, Mike Will. I'd love to see Mike Will versus Metro. Yeah, that'd be fine. Like, Mike Will started playing, like, unreleased 2 chain shit. Oh, his boy did play uh, one of the 2 chains collabs, and I forget how much chemistry 2 chains just has. Oh, and Hit Boy brought out Big Sean, too, during the uh, battle. Like, Big Sean was just hanging out in the studio, and I was like, that's convenient, but that's dope. That's cheating, though. But this was after, I think, uh, one to play the unreleased Drake track. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's only fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Metro was in the comments, though, so he's aware. Yeah, I didn't quite catch the uh, boy one that hit boy Metro, but I did watch a couple of the other ones over the weekend, which ironically were all R&B, so I guess I was in touch with my softer side. You know how many I saw? No. Man. So you've only watched that one? Yeah, that was enough. That's what's up. It was yeah, a big challenge. It. it wasn't like, I don't care about this. You know, you not singing the songs. You just wrote it. I mean, it's cool. These songs are fire. They're hits. They're nostalgic. It's the exact but, same premise. Bro. It's just a different genre. Sorry, it was just a little more competitive on that side because I mean you had more control, I would say. God damn, bro, you ain't gonna let me talk about the things. You just gonna cut me off telling me I'm a bitch because I'm out here listening to R and B people and I need to only be listening to hit boy and boy one. Yeah, that covered all the bases. That pretty much said what I was gonna say. Go ahead, proceed. All right, man. Nah, that's fair enough. We'll just go to the next time. No, nah, man, tell me about it. Cause I didn't watch it. No. I'm not going to tell you how Sean Gary was obviously off the molly on that bitch. I'm not going to talk about none of that. We'll wait for the next young nigga music one and just go for that. <laughs> Who did Sean Gary battle, bro? Topic close. Topic close. He battled the dream. Oh, for real? Yes. Who won? Nah, it don't matter, bro. See, here you go. I'm trying to discuss this with you because it does sound interesting to me now. Even though I didn't want it. Was it. Very, it was very close. They gave the win, quote unquote. They gave the win to the dream. Who kept score? Well, they have several people keeping score, and I guess they just like tally them shits up after it's over with or something. That's I don't know how fraudulent. To... Right. The dream should have won anyway for just writing the greatest Beyonce single of all time. Partition. Which one is that? Partition. Okay, he did drop that too, of course. He's in the background singing on that too. Yeah, he said, yeah, whatever you said. Yeah, something from the back. Yeah. That man was wild in no partition, bro. <laughs> like imagine like, yeah. turning that into Beyonce. Like she's gonna love it. Wait. But yeah, you know how like you said that was all the way respectful. Well hit boy and butter one. Yeah, they like they friends. That's the exact opposite right here. These niggas was disrespectful as shit to each other, bro. For real? Yes, they were real spicy, bro. Still are. They've been going back and forth on Twitter and shit. You know, singers are sensitive, so. I get it. 
Well, actually, that brings me to my next battle, Jante Austin and uh, Neo. They were very respectful of each other. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see Jante, like, watching Neo, though. He got him, to me. I don't know what the general, I don't know what, quote-unquote, they said about that one, but Jante got him. Once Neo got on, he stopped giving out, like, his best material. He kept it for himself, because, you know, he was still salty about, uh, was it Let Me Love You? Yeah, he wrote that. And he that's the one track. (laughs) He always mentions he wish he could have killed. Him. I can believe that he wouldn't have done it. But uh, no, nah, I was just gonna say because Mario, no offense to Neo, is a better singer. So, bro, that's if you go back and just watch the video, it's hilarious. Like I think it's a Japanese background. He's like stalking the girl from like a loft. <laughs> I think he starts it by getting his braids cut too. I've seen this video a lot because I used to love that track, and I didn't realize how weird it was. Cause he dirty macking, he dirty macking in the whole song, <laughs> but yeah. it was a hit. But yeah, what I will say, I feel like Jante has the bigger hits, so and that's kind of what this is about. But Neo, that nigga is an amazing songwriter. He started dropping shit like Rihanna, Unfaithful, motherfucking yeah. So Sick, shit like that. Like he, he really walked you into that whatever he was talking about. You could see that shit. He could have just dropped his own shit and been good. Neo had a good three-year run. He did. He did. And then it went to what, Trey? Trey, the dream, was still doing this thing a little bit. Of course, Chris don't count. Man, the dream. (laughs) Speaking of another nigga with funny videos, the I Love Your Girl videos, they're still fire because they got them lasers in the back, and I just love lasers. But everything else, eh, okay, whatever. No, he don't rock with I Love Your Girl. We love that whole album so much. That's one of my least favorites. That ain't my favorite. What is the one? What's the one I no love versus money? I think that's my favorite. I think I don't have a track list in front of me, but it's not love hate. Yeah. But falsetto is a jam, and purple kisses, still fire. He draw fancy. That shit was. I told you that was man, petty. He draw fancy. He told the nigga Sean Gay. He said, "Man, you'll never be able to write something like this. This is culture." Sean Gay say, "You right. This ain't even my style." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, basically to sum it up, man, they they really doing a good job with the battles. I need to keep them coming because we ain't doing nothing else. So, I mean, we might as well get party in the weekend involved. Let's see who really runs to six. Oh man, come on, man! I don't even do that to my boy party like. Yeah, you like? I, I thought you was about to be like. <laughs> I thought you was about to cape up a party. I'm like that man go play. Tell your friends, followed by uh, I can't feel my face, and go shut it all the way down. Cause I wish you would say that I can't feel my face ain't a perfect pop record. It is. I, I mean, I'm a hater, but I ain't that much of a hater. <laughs> Respect that. Hey, one thing I did love while we on the subject of producers, know that all them niggas ro- roasted Russ for that whack ass soul BD posted on Twitter. Man, bro, Russ rubs me the wrong way. I know I'm yeah, a he... positivity kick, but it's just something about him. And Russ is actually a dope. Artist in his own way, but he's just so condescending all the time. I don't listen to his projects, but I've heard some of the singles, and I can't lie, they toe tappers. I get, I get why he's you know catching on. I guess he reminds me of a white Chance the rapper to me, so I'm good. So he ain't like Chance at one point in your life, bro. That's not a disrespectful comment. Like when I say G Easy's white Drake or gentrified Drake, that's not a diss. That's like the truth. He's, so it wasn't a diss. 
I just don't like Russ's music. And that's like saying, see, you can be white and make great music. Look at Mac Miller. You know I love Mac Miller. You're trying to frame me like a racist. Not today. You called yourself a racist on the last episode. Run the tape back. What's your favorite uh, producer and artist collaboration? Ooh. <laughs> um, right now, it's probably going to be Metro and Future. And I know that's easy. I know that's not shocking, but man, I'm thinking about all the tracks they got together from everything on Monster, everything that's on uh, DS2. Man, stop playing. You could do a whole concert of just Future and Metro tracks and the energy would never stop. It's like, it's going forever. Um, Metro and Thug is special. Like they just they just don't work as much together anymore. Travis Scott, that's the other one too. Him and Metro work perfectly together every time. That was actually gonna be my ass. So I mean that's rare. Um I think Scott Storch had a run where he had like perfect chemistry with a bunch of guys. But then the booger shit got caught up with him. <laughs> Man got notorious back. coke stories, but it, yeah, you're right though. He's making this comeback. He also worked with Roddy Rich. So um, so you say Metro and Travis? Uh-huh. I fuck with that. Mike Will and Two Chains got perfect chemistry too. So yeah, if we can get like who else would you like to see battle? Uh, I'd like to see Dr. Dre battle somebody, but we know that's not gonna happen. Just, just something more old school, like because this. I know it's a young man's game right now, but I feel like sometimes we forget about our producers of the past. I'd like to see somebody like him and Primo go back and forth. Okay. I wish Forty could go up against somebody, but Forty style is like. Yeah, I don't know if that's conducive to what. It's not. Forty. Yeah, he really have to go against somebody in house. Like they had to do him and party going against each other or something like that. And he gonna wipe the floor with him, man. <laughs> yeah, he gonna play something with an Aaliyah sample on it. We ain't never heard it before. It's gonna be like, all right, enough is enough. Well, getting back into our replay segment, we wanna speak on a person that we've talked about a good bit today. But you know, it is the worst man I can be episode, so it's only fitting. We're going to get back into uh, Party Next Door's second album, Party Next Door 2, and tell y'all why it's an unappreciated pass. What's your thoughts on it, Ken? It's flames. Utter flames. Um, I think it's his most consistent. I still think some of his best work is on the first one, but man, <laughs> when he leveled up on PND2, because I think once Belong to the City hits, it's a whole nother level because they're going to like Grown Woman, which is probably a top five party track for me. Then uh, F With You. Mm-hmm. That's another it just, one. It was just a run of shit that just rings out to this day. Yeah, bro. Like, if Drake's LeBron, he was Kyrie in the finals when he wrote PND2. He dropped 40 on Steph Curry. Like, he went nuts. Um, What's but the yeah, shit with like, the Mississippi? 
Thirsty. Oh yeah, Thirsty. Uh, yeah. SNLS is underrated. Uh, then he sampled uh, what's the white dude from England, Sam Smith. Yeah, that's probably like my least favorite track on the album, but it's still it's not bad. It's just I don't like this song. Like people like it, and it just reminds me that I don't like this song. Um, but yeah, it didn't get the praise and. I think you got to be a diehard party fan to like PND too. And that's unfair. I think part of that is the fact that parties, quote unquote, blow up hadn't really happened yet. He got a lot of notoriety for writing on Rihanna's album, especially when work popped off. He, he his name became bigger at that time, so I think that yeah. plays a role in it. But does party like the spotlight? Because even that's like another this album, he's not out in public. He just dropped it and like, all right. And then again, What's nobody's that? out. We don't know what his plan might have been, but you're right. I mean, you don't have to like promote these projects as much. Like, you just let stream and do it. You want to because you maximize your profits on there. But I mean, you want to, you know, do this Frank Ocean style. Nothing stopping you. Like that's what I'm expecting Rihanna to do, but she she can't do it. <laughs> She's Rihanna. Like you got to promote this. But you know, let people do the art. Put it out. If they don't want to do videos, don't let them do videos. Who cares? Like people don't listen to the radio anyway. Well, I don't listen to the radio. I can't speak for everybody. Good to be radio. Good for you. Um, I yeah. said I'd be listening. I just said the radio still be radio. I think PND PND two might have his best writing. I think he was focused because I this was around the time with the Kalani relationship too, right? Like, yeah, she was his muse on the album, and you can tell by certain nods and references on certain tracks. Uh, so, I think I think PND three was a little rushed because this didn't get the love that PND one got. So we ended up with something. Okay, yes, it did come in between. Uh... He dropped another one that was not good. I will. This is like seven days. Seven days. Yes. Um, nah. Um, but yeah, I think Party Mobile is a step in the right direction. It's nothing different than anything we've heard from him to me. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to shine a light on PND too because it's fire. Guess what I did. What's that? I watched the Tiger King, nigga. Oh, shit. Bruh. What, what you thought, man? I, I know you had a lot of thoughts because it's impossible to watch that shit and not have 50,000 thoughts. White people are nuts, bruh. <laughs> trying to tell you, man. I don't even know what would be the least most the, the least surprising thing I saw in that shit. It's probably uh, Joe Exotic's eyebrow ring. That shit's hanging over dear life, bro. Bro, it's so weird. Like, I don't know. Like, Joe might be the most normal person in the documentary. Mario, and that's crazy because this nigga is like the alternate universe. Instagram live, Boosie. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's wild as shit, man. He's the most normal person on that motherfucker. 
bro, people are banging over tigers. That is like insane to me. Wow. Like Doc yeah, like, Allen, he was a sexual us. predator. Yeah, we could, let's start with Doc Allen. We may we may as well just break these motherfuckers down one by one. Doc, you like the 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 R. Kelly of tigers, man. I'm gonna let you know your ass weird. Yeah. You're there right now if you're listening, man. Yeah. When he a magician too? Uh, I think so. He had something else going on. Bro, he was recruiting girls like at sixteen, and people were sending their kids there too. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. It's like Jesus. Uh <laughs> you got Carol Baskins. No, nah, let me get that right. That bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. I'm just using it like how Joe hey, used that's it. Just, uh, hey, everybody referred to her that way, so I'm just falling in line, man. No disrespect to that. I don't know a person. She might have killed her husband. Ain't no might to it, bro. What what confirmed if he was the sardine oil comment? The sardine oil comment put fear in my mind, but what did it for me was the wording of his will. This man had a portion of his will where it covered him, quote unquote, disappearing. Who the fuck plans to disappear? <laughs> Who makes preparations for a disappearance? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in case of my kidnapping. We all know we're gonna die. We don't expect to disappear. Like that shit just don't happen, bro. Like he just evaporated. <laughs> he turned into Shelly's apple juice from barbershop. <laughs> but yeah, she she definitely killed her husband. Like it was the, the sardine oil, and then she laughed after. Like, yeah, try me. She laughs a lot, bro, and it's like nervous laughter. Like yeah, it's creepy laughing, man. Like you trying to cover up that goddamn. Evil grin you want to let out. Hey, cool cats. My nigga Carol Baskins, man. He got watch up. The Tiger game and the Dope game is one and the same. Who saw that shit coming? And what I will say is the Tiger game and the Dope game is the same. She the biggest hustler on the block. Because she got everybody else mad at, at her, at the, at the people that's doing this shit, not realizing she's doing the exact same shit. The exact thing. The police selling dope oh. on the block, and y'all can't do nothing about it. Motherfucker posted up in front of a cage and did an interview about how animals shouldn't be caged. If this ain't Pippin, I don't know what is. <laughs> Bro, you know when I really lost it? It was when he had her diary. How the fuck did Joe get her diary? And then he had his feet kicked up, his reading glasses on, and he was just uh, reading the shit. And I'm just like, "Bruh, y'all real out banging over tigers. I think Joe is out to try to kill him, man. Oh, yeah, he definitely tried to kill him. Yeah, I think so too. Definitely. I don't know. I, he still might have been set up, but yeah, he he put some time and effort into thinking about. Mm, what if we go to Florida? Okay, bro. So, I've I found out a little bit more information since watching the show because you know it's just not too it's too many plot twists for even that show to contain. One of them, the song, all of them bops that Joy Zada was getting off. He wasn't singing any of them. He Millie Vanilli the whole shit. Wait a minute. So I'm jamming to this nigga and he ain't even singing. Yes, that was the best part about it, the goddamn music, because this nigga had jams. <laughs> but nah, them ain't even his singing, bro. He's Millie Vanilli. <laughs> he wrote a fucking track about how Carol killed her husband. Hey, but wait, there's more. Okay. You you know the alligators that died in, in the scene where they burnt the house now? 
burnt the uh the building down. It was his straight husband's uh alligators, right? No, this was at the the. Well, I don't know who they belonged to at the time. Oh, you talking about but, uh, all the footage? No, yeah, the bit because you know it had alligators in there too at the time when they burnt the, the building with footage. Yeah, I got a question because they had a okay. lot of footage from that time too. How the fuck they find that footage if the man was like all the footage I shot was like burned down? You know, that's a good question. It's a good Anyways. question. Go ahead. Yeah, the alligators they once belonged to none other than Michael Jackson. <laughs> this is how crazy this motherfucking story is. And there's more, bro. You remember Brittany okay. Brittany Spears' classic BMA performance when she had the animals and shit? She had the tiger oh, on yeah. stage. The tiger was the Earl Baskins. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw a picture with Doc Antle and Britney Spears too, bro. <laughs> that man dropped a whole diss track on Carol Baskins. And it was fire too, bro. All ghost written. The ghost sang too, apparently. You, you yeah, hate to see it, man. What was the nigga on the jet ski? <laughs> on the all, jet ski. All the nigga that was doing the interview in the tub. I don't even want to say the name. Just know at some point, it's a guy that draws himself a bath. He gets inside bath and starts an interview about Joe Exotic. <laughs> What state you ask? Oklahoma of all places. Shout out to TJ. He's one of the three people that listens to this occasionally, I guess. Bro, we up to four now. This is episode four. You know we grow our base by one episode by one person every episode. You're right. I'm gonna let my mama hear this one. So we might have five. Hey, we own it. She gonna give me that real. Yeah, man. It's a crazy world, man, but nobody's crazier in it than, than the niggas on the Tiger King. That's basically what you need to know before we close this You think one. all that happened? Every bit of it. <laughs> but anywho, this wraps up episode quattro of the Fresh Takes podcast, a.k.a. the PND episode, a.k.a. the worst man I can beat episode. We appreciate you all listening, man. If you could do us a favor and subscribe and follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are First Day Fresh on all of them. Very simple to get to. Or you can just go to firstdayfresh.com and everything is listed directly in the top banner for 